Hi Anna, welcome to Jeff's Podcast Academy. It's really great having you here. So please tell a little bit about yourself and how you started in uh, your journey in the podcasting space. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to to be here. Um just kind of like I'm trying to do a quick about me. So I've podcasted already in three different countries. I'm currently based in the US, but um I've went through London in the UK and I'm originally from Portugal. So that's actually where I started podcasting when I was kind of 10 years ago in the 2010. Um I I started podcasting in the uh department of communication. So I have a bachelor's degree in communication um and marketing. And so I started there and it was really funny to think think about how technology is today and how complicated it was back then just to get a podcast out there. So I'm really excited that technology has evolved to a point where anyone can just start a podcast anywhere without having a deep skill set. Even though I have uh, a degree in communication and marketing and I do believe that, you know, if you are passionate about something, you do not need a formal training. That's such mm. a big misconception. That's actually something that holds so many podcasters out there because they're like, I don't have formal training or yeah. I just don't know what I'm doing. I can't possibly do something up to the level that I'm used to. Uh so like for instance if that's not your degree, you're like, "Oh, I can't possibly do that." So that's something that um as as part of kind of like my methodology I love doing that. Today um I actually am based in Dallas. I used to work in the nonprofit world. Bro- I've done broadcasting of work in radio and TV and uh 2 years ago so in 2020 I launched the podcast space. Mm-hmm. So I launched the company to provide education for podcasters who are creating and educating uh their communities and their just whole concept is helping and making the world a better place. So I wanted to help podcasters who have a great message but are kind of stuck in that um imposter syndrome. So yeah. I've created a ton of resources cuz I was like I want to help people. I want to do my own thing and focus on just helping the community get educated on things that are really holding them back. Awesome. That that's really amazing. And you know you actually started way before okay you actually started way before everyone uh you know like you said with your own voice so <laughs> i think i there is one question that i you know is kind of popped into your mind and it's really intriguing because do you think the barriers to entry to podcasting is kind of like uh less or more than before oh absolutely <laughs> democratize podcasting yeah. now is so accessible i love it i mean just to explain i think like i need to go back to explain how complicated it used to be mm-hmm. so before you you had to understand uh microphones you had to really know there wasn't kind of the type of microphones that is entry level i mean they sounded really bad yeah. um and today you have microphones who hook up directly to your computer uh 10 10 years ago uh most people they again the internet wasn't as prolific as it is today there was less information so i started in my university concept so there was you know some proving equipment and just like all of these things that you had to learn how to run an audio board and understand how technology worked and then how that spoke to the computer and if there was an issue you'd be like i don't know how to fix this unless i yeah. have like an understanding of how this runs and so 
today you don't have any of that you have like a, just a microphone like for instance i am right now it's connecting di directly to my computer um, in terms of editing sound you had to understand audio you had to understand a software and and how to record and what speaks to what today is literally you can go and their software is like descript and mm. um just anchor fm in in which you just connect your your device and you record directly there descript is great because for instance you uh, record your audio, it translates it to a transcript and you edit the transcript. And yeah. there's a lot of AI, so artificial, <laughs> I can't say this word, <laughs> artificial intelligence, there you go, um, that really helps people start without having to worry about all the things, right? Like how do I understand how the computer speaks to the microphone and recording space and all of that. So. Absolutely. Today, people have, I would say, almost no excuse to start a podcast because hosting um, is different. Um, you had to uh, host it to the cloud, to a uh, kind of um, a location. Today, you have an interface. So you have a software that says, hey, put your audio in here before it's like upload an audio to this thing and yeah. then code a few things and then it will be up. And Unless you go to these one's website, you cannot find audio. And today is like, well, you have everything in your phone. Yeah. So it just, it's so easy. And I'm so happy. I'm not one of these people that are like our gatekeepers. Like I am an editor and a strategist. Therefore, like I must protect my kingdom. I'm like, I am happy that people have tools to um, get their message out there and just, you know, improve. Just as you go, maybe you, you start making some money or you start getting traction and then you can pay someone. Again, to me, it's important that you get your message out there. If you can work with me and can afford it, awesome. If not, you can still get uh, get your message out there. Got it. You know, just two things from that. Awesome, awesome voiceover stuff. <laughs> it's really amazing how you do, you know, just changing here and there. That's really great. I just want to uh, just mention that. And number two is, uh, yeah, that's totally true. The barriers have been entirely broken down, but, uh, you know, just from my perspective, the one barrier I kind of always see people face at least I, or, or, you know, even I face a lot of times is that the perfection, like people have a oh lot of knowledge, uh, what happened? <laughs> Oh my gosh. No, no, I'm saying, I, oh my gosh, it's true. It's true. No, no, no. I Sorry. I tend that. to be overly dramatic. You're like, oh, what yeah. happened? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Perfection, you were saying. Yeah. So, you know, perfection is something like, uh, to be honest, like when everyone make reels, you know, with dancing and all the stuff, I, 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 I mean, like, I'm not a guy who I did dance when I was like my sixth standard or something. I was doing a lot of stuff, but later on that really didn't catch up for me. For me, I want to talk and put out content there. So I think for some people, they want to adapt to the certain things. Perfection is kind of like a blocking barrier. The knowledge is like the way knowledge is gained is like entirely taken out, but perfection is something that's at least in my opinion, so it's really uh, a ba very bad barrier that's been happening these days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you. I, uh, I really hone down in all of the content that I put out, mm. whether it's the articles we write on the website, whether it's on social media, uh, or through our newsletter, I really, really explain to people, it's not about perfect, it's about progress. And yeah. you have, I, I, I'm not a perfectionist, so I kind of understand where people come from, but I am a little bit below. I have a high work ethic. So I believe in doing things right, but 
I do not want people to get stuck and overthink things because they need to be perfect. Yeah. The one thing that you think is t totally wrong and oh my God, maybe the thing that makes someone else relate to you. And mm. with a clear example, let's say you're talking on an episode and you kind of shared something that wasn't very clear and you're just hesitant on putting that episode out because it's a little messy, but you're missing out on all of the other things. So your perspective is not the same as your audience or your community. Sure. Um, if you are the expert, your level and for people who are just listening to this podcast, I have to visually explain. So if you're higher up on level, let's say F, and your uh, listeners are still on level A, and you're like, there's no way I can possibly share this. If your audience is actually level A, they're going to be blown away by what you're sharing. So that yeah. one hiccup that you have on your show, it's totally going to go over their heads. They're not mm -hmm. going to notice it. And even I will say I am a total supporter of, you know, progress over perfection at the same time, be human, be authentic. So actually record an episode on sharing the struggles of that episode. Mm. I had clients who, and this is a little um, too much for some people, they're like, I would never share that. But I've produced content both live and pre-recorded where the host I was working with started getting emotional, started crying, and they were like having second thoughts, should we re release this? And I was like, we 100% should. And the reason is that you're being human, you're kind of showing vul vulnerability mm -hmm. in a way that people see you not as the expert, but as the human who is incredibly knowledgeable. And they relate to you. And both in those occasions, the, the, the host came back to me a few weeks later and they're like, oh my God, you have no idea. I had a wave of solidarity or that was one of the most listened episodes and I was like yes and you wouldn't have had that if you hadn't shared that content so I think most most you know common sense I would say most people will look at something and be like that's too much and if that makes you uncomfortable you have to to be is it uncomfortable because I am used to showcasing this image of perfection and I am nervous about people seeing me in a different way or is it because actually it is damaging for you if it is damaging for you um then obviously don't do it but it's kind of like if you're feeling uncomfortable it's because probably it's a good thing and you should share it so that's my one tip if it makes you uncomfortable go for it yeah that, that's a really great point uh just one example I just want to give is uh when I was starting out I just did an episode called I am in love Okay. I, I don't know why I kind of did an episode. It's I started it because I had an heartbreak uh, in the college time. That's what I started the podcast. Every guy's dream <laughs> to do something, you know, great after heartbreak. So th that's what I did. And, you know, I don't know why till to this date, uh, that episode is kind of getting trending here and there in my podcast. You know, I won't listen because I would have sweared a lot in that episode and the, the, there'll be some background music going on. Please. So cliche and stuff will be there. But I don't even know why, because people's perspective, maybe they want to hear it for some reason. So I guess, you know, you're right. The, the perspective that you have might be, you know, a little bit higher than the audiences and they may look at it in a different way. So yeah, that, that's really uh, a valid point. Awesome. So great. Uh, this is coming out to some of the important, uh, you know, things that I just want to, you know, ask as an expert is uh, you actually are in a lot of social media platforms. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's really like a crazy thing because when I saw in the Calendly list, it's like 
oh my god how can she have a lot of social media platforms and you're already consistent in posting all of these so any tips or you know uh, strategies that you actually use in order to be consistent any tools anything at all it would be great to hear Yes. So, uh, well, thank you for that. I actually want to touch on something you said. One of the reasons why I'm so consistent is because when you're talking about reels, for instance, um, you were like, I'm not the person to dance. I don't like dancing. And it's totally okay. And that's such a big, a big misconception. I'm a content strategist and I help people figure out what is the strategy that's going to work for their podcast to grow their online influence in their business. And people come to me and they're like, Anna, I don't want to dance or I don't want to be talking on my podcast about things that I don't feel passionate about just because they're trendy. And you don't have to. I think uh, the most important thing that you need to think about is there's a there's a community out there and what podcast strategists call a niche or just content strategies in general. So a niche is nothing more than just a community of people who share the same values or that have a problem or a pain point that you want to address and solve. So just think about it like that. What is it that makes me unique? How am I comfortable? But how can I push myself and look at, for instance, like a trend, like, let's say, it's um, the beginning of the year or it's December, you may see everyone else create a lot of content around there. You do not need to copy. You can take yeah. inspiration out of that and make it your own. Mm. Now, I I really am on all social media, but I am so supporting of using tools that actually simplify your life because mm. I myself, I'm going to be honest, uh, for the past two years, be, being a business owner, running my company, running my team, running client work, I burned out because I, I was just giving, 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 giving. And that's something that, again, I sometimes talk about on how we need to be intentional with our time. And that is also not just being intentional about the content that we create, how we create it, and how it actually furthers our business goals. So if you're just dancing for the dance or you're putting podcast episodes out just to have that consistency, you're going to burn, burn out. Um, you have to manage your energy. and. It's a learning curve for me, but how I manage to do that, how I keep that consistency is, for instance, I think about, I create batching times and batching is just allocating a time when I just create content. So when we multitask and I am such a good multitasker, I used to run like three computers at the same time when I was broadcasting uh, podcasts. So I had like my camera switching my computer and then I had all of my software that was running all the things, all the visual cues and I had enough one for social media comments and I was like, I'm so good. However, <laughs> um, that works for that situation. But as a business owner or as a content creator, you really need to be focused in creating space for your creativity to run or identifying times of either the month or the week or the day where you're most creative and allocating time just for that. Because when you're multitasking, you're losing about 30 to 40% of your focus and your ability to actually stay in the moment yeah. and just be just be really good at that. So I normally start writing ideas and then out of the blue, I start having more ideas and I just like start writing all of these ideas yeah. and I'm like, okay, I just need to go. And then I go and record content, for instance, throughout the week. Mm. I would like to say that um, batching, batching is important, but also you have to adapt to how you are. For instance, I am a shiny syndrome person. Like, oh, 
oh, shiny object, that's so cute. Okay, let's do all these things. And I have to stop myself and be like, no, 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 stop that. Let's focus on this. Let's get this right and then move forward. So my favorite tools, I use Canva. So I do, I used to work with Photoshop and this is actually a section that I want people to really focus. Hey, listener, if you're, if you're multitasking, this is the time to focus right now. Okay. So on your processes, when you are putting together ideas, think about your listener, not what you want to say, but your listener, what pain point do you want to help them solve? Um, and what are they struggling with? And think about all of these uh, common questions that you get and how can you solve them? So when you start thinking about ideas, they will come off on like, oh, could this be a solo episode? Could this be an interview? Could this be a lengthier episode where I cover three different things? So think about like, how can I use these one topic in multiple ways that will transform um, your content creation, because you're thinking, how can I milk this idea? And so you're doing all of those things, you're putting everything together, and then you're going, oh, it's time to go on social media. So one thing that I see a lot of people do is just fiddling with a lot of details. Hey, if something is a Canva template, it's a template for a reason, it works. So yeah. stop altering it 90%, change it 10%, move forward to the next one. Is this going to be a quote? Maybe not. Maybe it's going to be um, an audiogram. So figure out like, do I have the time? Do I have the bandwidth? What can I do to make this go faster? Maybe I don't have the time to create a whole video. Maybe I just put it out as a quote. So think about that. What are the energy that you also have? So I use uh, later.com, which is a scheduling tool. Um, you add your social media. They have a free, uh, yeah. a free, um, what is it called a oh, tier? Okay. Yeah. So you have, you can start with a free experiment, but that they enable you to do a lot of things. You can schedule multiple posts at the same time on multiple platforms. So that in itself saves you so much time. And if you mm. work through batching, so if you put say, okay, on Mondays are my content creation days, just go for it. Start working on a Monday and get all of the week done. And then you're like, I'm done. Anything else that you want to create out of that, kind of like out of inspiration, it's a bonus. But your consistency is there. Your audience is seeing that. And I think that people overcomplicate it. Sometimes something inspirational, something that happened in your day is enough. You don't need to be just dropping original content, information that is going to blow, blow their minds. I think yeah. that's that's what's important. Actually, how do you um, how do you go about content creation? Do you feel like you're always inspired or you feel like you go through waves uh, well <clears throat> the, the first thing that i always you know kind of like have the fear is that fomo actually so for example you know whenever i'm starting to sit and create content i have this bad habit of opening youtube first i don't know whenever i open chrome the first thing i go do is i don't know why mostly i kind of like hear songs all day long songs is like my it's like my thing. It's like I always hear it. So I open YouTube first. So the problem is when I, the next tab, when I open Google doc, uh, where I have, would have, you know, uh, put the script and everything, I would be like, okay, let's just go and put a song and see, you know, get inspired or whatever. And I go there, then I see the people who are in my niche, uh, putting on content like podcast and SEO podcast, uh, you know, how to start a podcast in 2022. I'll be like, Hmm, should I do this? Or should I do the ones in my talk? What should I do? that is where i get stuck and i'm like oh god this is it starts again so mostly i try 
uh, what mostly what should I do is that uh, I won't try to sit on my front of computer. Mostly I try to, you know, do a normal recording. Then from that, I'll just, you know, try to convert that into some sort of micro content only because I don't know why it's really hard. Uh, now I think I'm kind of getting the touch of it, creating a lot, you know, like patching on it, like you mentioned, but mostly inspiration hits me all the time. <laughs> and whenever it hits me, I won't be easy, easy to record. I either have to take my phone and record sometimes, uh, most it will be outside. Then people will be my friends, especially they will be like, dude, what are you doing? I mean, like, just, just give me two minutes, just give me two minutes. And they'll be like, oh, you're talking to your girlfriend, huh? girlfriend, huh? dude, you have no idea what I'm <laughs> suffering from. You, <laughs> do you think this is, this is way bigger than my girlfriend, man. So it's like that. So. Yeah, mostly that's how my inspiration hits me and I try to record, but I think the fear, the FOMO is something, the fear of missing out is something that I've always like, you know, had a barrier as. So yeah, I, I guess that's how my process goes. I, it's a, it's a very big learning curve for me. <laughs> yeah. I love that you're, you're uh, using voice memo. I actually use that as well. And mm -hmm. I think that that's such a good tip. Yeah. Like in the moment, if you're not a typer, if you don't like typing just record a voice memo it will work for later just have these one location where everything is instead of like being scatterbrained because yeah. that's one problem podcasters have i see is they have one notebook where it's just maybe the like the day um they take their to-do lists mm -hmm. and then they have like the ideas notebook and then they have like a, a content um planner online and it's just like everywhere so keep it in one place that really makes it easier but i love that where you're saying yeah you have like the basic like oh i like this is yeah. um someone's sharing this what is my take on this so having like a, those standard uh kind of staples throughout the year you know like do i want to say something about world ocean day or sustainability day yeah. um and then get those done in the year and then move from there that's that's my tip for for most people to be honest that's great you know, you know like you mentioned like you know uh the other thing is like the FOMO thing, why, how I'm kind of trying to, find to get over is that to get on trends and you know, what is happening in the podcast industry and everything is going on. So I kind of signed up to all the so, you know, podcast business journals, uh, sounds profitable pod news, all these places I've, so I've signed up on and see what are things that's going on. I really try hard to create content out of that because those are some really interesting content that people actually they end are. up happening, uh, in the, the news happening. So. But yeah, before I go on with my, you know, uh, thoughts on it, what do you think actually like the trends or something that's happening in the podcast industry, especially 2022, where I really believe this is 2022, because I just hope I wake up one day and see this is 2019 still like everyone's dream, but yeah, uh, this 2022, you know, and letting the podcast, uh, what do you actually think would happen? You know, any big changes according to you? Yeah. So I would like to say um, I've been kind of thinking about that this week as I was um, doing some DIYs and I was like, hmm, I wonder what what's going to happen this year. I do think that micro content is going to have a huge moment. Mm -hmm. So think about, you know, long form content. People don't have as much time or they are yeah. more intentional about how they use their time they may not be commuting as much so micro content is a way and by what i mean by micro content is making sure that the content that you're putting out there is kind of kind of for instance under 15 minutes um eight minutes there's a big misconception in the podcasting world where if you release something that is under 20 minutes that's unvaluable that that has mm -hmm. absolutely no value and i'm like i do disagree i listened to these podcasts when i was driving to work the guy was talking for three minutes and I listened, I re-listened to that episode maybe like four times because I was like, oh, this is so good. Let me listen to it. I think I missed something. 
So micro content makes it easier for you because mm -hmm. um, you have more time to record more episodes in one sitting. It's better for your numbers because your listeners will replay more episodes in one go. Um, and it's better. I, I wrote a whole article on this, why micro episodes are, and I did this already last year, why micro episodes are, you know, one of the best ways to create content because podcast uh, creators, podcasters, and content creators in general really have a lot. You can't just create a podcast and expect it to be found. You have to remote yeah. all of that. So if you're creating micro episodes, you're, you have more time to make more resources to lead your ideal listener mm -hmm. toward your content. Um, so that's one thing that I think, and I'm just going to stick to, I think two. And my other thing is a video. If you haven't been on the TikTok train, on Reels train, I totally understand because, you know, we were striving, trying to survive for the past two years and some people get very overwhelmed. Yeah. But I will say it takes no extra effort to record mm -hmm. your interviews. And instead of you creating multiple content out of your day afterward, after the fact, record everything you do. Mm. and make it a little less polished. Um, I will say that I've worked with a ton of content creators that were pumping content. They were like OG content creators back in 2010, 2015. Today, the content that people expect you to put out there is very different. Yeah. It's people expect less polished content. And again, remember, I, I am a podcast producer. I I went to school for journalism. You're supposed to do things right, but you're also supposed to be listening to what's happening out there and take inspiration. And if yeah. people want more more unpolished, more raw, more unfinished, more less than perfect, but still great content, go for it. Mm -hmm. Again, progress over perfection. Yeah. If you're really struggling with it, just go and do the, the most random things are things that relate to people. I you you and i were talking earlier uh before we press record about this um neon sign that i posted yeah. on social media so my husband for christmas gave me these beautiful neon sign that says the podcast space and i was like oh my god this is so cool and i knew that again i love diy i love the making of people really love the behind the scenes so i was like let me just do something a little less kind of you know not thought through yeah. too much kind of like hey just filming my my husband helping me assemble it my husband putting it on the wall like just to see how it looks like turning it on and people went crazy people were like where did you get that oh my god and just the the day-to-day -day, the random things are what people relate to because again they may not be podcasters I, I have a ton of people who are not podcasters that follow me just because content creation tips and uh they all all relate to this and people are like oh my god where did you get it from uh and i was like oh yeah like overall this is not a podcasting specific thing but i'm gonna use this as a moment to understand okay people like this therefore let me create more content about it so maybe and and what i want to do is create resources about hey you have a very small space where you record how can you make it more interesting for you how can you make it more appealing for you know a video how yeah. even if you record audio only visuals matter so 
maybe you don't record a bunch of things um, outside of your podcast, but record the, oh my gosh, I'm getting ready. I'm struggling with this. Hey, what do you do? So anything that is two way, your podcast is normally very mm. one way street. So using social media, using the, the, your website, having a newsletter, those are things that make the conversation two way and that connects you more to your audience. And I think that more than ever, people want to be a part of your content process and part of your community. So making that, that will be my third tip. There you go. Look at that. So we're looking at um, micro content, yeah. more video, and also more engagement. So uh, there's a tool that I love. It's called Pod Inbox. Um, mm -hmm. I met the founder at Podcast Movement in 2021, and you can use it to engage your super fans. So people who love your content, they can send you messages uh, using their voice. You can just download that, play that in your uh, podcast. And also they just released monetization. Mm -hmm. And uh, that obviously makes makes it like a hybrid between um, Patreon and, yeah. or buy me a coffee and just kind of reduces that problem with, with most podcasters. It's like, oh my gosh, how do I tell people to send me there? Oh, can you text me, send it via WhatsApp or is it email me your audio? Like, what do you do? Like, that's a great tool mm -hmm. to increase engagement. And I'm excited because then people in one place can be like, I love this guy. Oh, let me go and donate. So, you know, it's a win-win. That's, that's really great. You know, uh, just the, from the three things that you mentioned, I uh, just want to confirm a few little things for the audience so that they can get a little bit of clarity on it. Uh, so one, you mentioned micro episodes. So micro episodes as in, do you mean uh, originally fully short episodes or is it like from a long episode that you did, uh, you have cut parts and put it like part one, part two, part three. Uh, is it like that? Which one uh, do you mean? I mean, uh, actually thinking about it as short episodes. So the okay. reason for that is when you do that, you have less work editing. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's one of the smartest way you can work. Think about content individually, and then you can mm -hmm. create an umbrella episode where you actually put it all together. Mm -hmm. So you, you won't spend time figuring out which section you can do and having to record an intro and an outro yeah. and doing all of the other ways. I think that it's a way better, it's a smarter way to actually get through the editing process because people, by the way, people listen through um, the content via the title. They're like, oh, is this title interesting to me or not? Mm -hmm. And so if they see that there's a series, they will go and binge through all of them. And mm -hmm. if you're releasing episodes at different times, and if you're making them as part as one bigger one, it just, it in it kind of like may hinder your process of putting that together because it may not tie in completely. So I'm totally uh, on board on create, but again, plan it yeah. because if you don't plan it it's going to be a hot mess <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly right i mean uh you know when you when you said binging i think i actually binged one podcast it's called how to start a startup so it's it's a uh, you know uh, like around like uh, 12 episodes or i think so i don't i'm not so sure I, it was like way back in 2020 it's like when, when i was walking and i will be listening to it it will be really great. Uh, it won't be like uh, a podcast setup sort of thing. It will be like someone from the stage asking a question and someone in the you know podium, they will be answering that. It will be just like that they would have put it as a podcast. So I think that's kind of covers the point where you mentioned like, you know, not too much polishing. Uh, and even I, I, I don't know why, when you said like, uh, you know, some of the few things I'm like, I feel so guilty. I'm like, 
why am i not doing that after even after hearing this i'm not doing that will be you know a lot of heartbreaking for me so it's normal raw you know videos or something it's really uh, easy to do i think i so really a lot of people have to you know it'll be great if they want to they could work on it so yeah that that's one of the things that uh, i actually wanted to follow up and one thing that you mentioned like lower the process of audio editing okay and uh, this is one thing i just want to mention from a lot of people that i've listened when i ask them the question what is the hardest thing when it comes to podcasting they will say audio editing sucks i mean the thing that they always mention is they hate audio editing so just if you have like uh, a couple just a couple of the, you know thoughts that you think it could just speed up uh, just an overview it would be great uh, just an overview would be great Okay. So, uh I will say that I I I've been saying this for years. Hmm. Take more time in the pre-production so you spend less time in post-production. So hmm. what I mean by this is plan your script. Yeah. I released a poll, I think sometime middle of the year last year, hmm. and I asked, what are the the four most bothersome things about podcasting. What are the things that you hate? Mm. And I had something like rambling hosts, um, uh, plosives, which are the p p, like yeah. the sounds that make the p and the t, like they're really bothersome to me. For instance, um, it was a few others that I think sound quality, mm. and another one I can't remember. Damn, I should have planned this. There you go. Oh well. Yeah. Um, so. people were i would say 70% down on rambling hosts mm-hmm. so getting your script honed in stop faffing around that's an, a british term that i don't know if that many people like start stop just not knowing how to start an episode because it is you have 30 seconds to grab your listener's attention if you're just rambling people are like oh my god is this what the whole episode is going to be about my goodness let me just skip to someone else or skip yeah. to another episode so plan practice before getting on the microphone that is so important particularly if you're going forward on micro episodes you actually have that time now where you can create better content yeah. so get a script with bullet points and not knowing how to end a podcast is excruciating if you're doing it live i have yeah. witnessed so many bad podcasts where the the host is going in circles and circles and I'm like oh my god just finish it already um and that that you can really struggle to close an episode and you're going to spend so much time editing it or it sounds abrupt so get a transcript with what's your intro what's your outro so what's your call to action at the end what do you want people to do that will help you on having like a clear idea in terms of my processes to actually speed up editing i started using a tool called descript um i talked about this um a little bit so it just helps you if you're a visual person you can read faster than you can edit so it has a lot of tools built in where you can go ahead and just say hey every filler word deleted Yeah. It's not perfect you still have to edit um but my tools that or at least my processes that I was using before using the script um I start by listening to the episode at 60% speed mm. so that means it's like 30% um what am i saying i'm just looking at my screen and i can see how what i mean but pretty much speed the audio by 30% you're still able to listen to it and you can clearly tell and mark at at a tool that is normally either on if you use adobe audition or um what is it called the other one audacity, uh, audacity. there you go yeah. um those have built in tools just figure out what the marker tool is and you can uh just mark it mm-hmm. so 
what will happen is it will have you'll see visually where there are editing sections and so you can do that um, at the end of the interview. Uh, if you have an interview, just kind of like jolt your notes down very quickly and say, hey, around a minute, whatever, whatever, there's a redo. So again, I think getting work done before you record is an amazing way to speed down the process and also honestly be more forgiving. I say um all the time. If yeah. again, if it is distracting, if it's making you sound less put together, um, you know, edit in now and again, but we conversationally do it. Hmm. It's you're going to be more present if you're not thinking about it. And also if you're not practicing, hmm. your brain will just go all over the place and see, speak slower. If you speak slower, two things will happen. One, you're able to edit the episode better. You don't have to fiddle around with maybe uh, having filler words and something else because it doesn't flow naturally. And second, your brain can catch up. You won't be saying yeah. um, that much. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, the last point, I think I will definitely be a greatest example <laughs> speaking slower. I mean, but my mom, <laughs> she she's like, when I was studying eight standards, she said, if you speak like this, and if you go and sit in an interview, that interviewer guy will be just running away from somewhere. <laughs> it is like so <laughs> the one point, like you mentioned, like my brain catching up. So it's like I, my brain kind of process a lot of information at so fastly. So my tongue is like, you know, come on, just put it out, just put it out, just put it out, put everything out. <laughs> so it will be like that. But yeah, I, I'm still practicing and uh, I don't know. Uh, I kind of like talking fast. I don't know why is that. Maybe uh, I just fear that the other, the time may be running out. I'm kind of, it's a bad scenario guy what if something happens all of a sudden so just have to say everything so it'll be like that but yeah i, I think i think uh the one thing matters and you know another point that you mentioned is uh the closing you know the uh, i trust me i'm the like the greatest example of all time for example i really didn't understand how the closing actually works because you may want to say something and the guest want to say something and it took a lot of people's uh you know feedbacks and experience that uh you know in order to get this going so I guess, you know, that's something that a lot of people can actually uh, get in pro action, but yeah. And, and I will say, uh, being a producer for, honestly, I've, I've worked with over 40 professionals. So it got me into like knowing a lot of things yeah. that went wrong. And I was like, mental note, talk about this in the future. Yeah. And something that I see people struggle with is how to interrupt a guest when they're going over time, when mm -hmm. they go on a tangent, when they go on their own agenda, it is difficult and you have to own the interview and you have to interrupt. And it is uncomfortable, but if they're just going on and on and on, like I'm probably going on right now. <laughs> Trust me, I've had a person who's gone on for one hour, straight on one hour. Okay, I had a guest, one hour, one whole hour, that guy. I just asked him, please tell a little bit about yourself and how you got into this journey. He's not a podcaster. He was actually kind of like a small business owner. I really, I really like that guy. I just wanted to do an interview with him. So he went on for that one question for one hour. So, uh, he was on the, he was on a full flow, actually. Um, I, I, I don't know, maybe it was a mistake for me. I didn't stop it, but, uh, yeah, it was, he went on. So trust me, you are not definitely going on at all. Definitely not. Good, good. That's good to know. I just, I'm just so passionate. That's the problem. I'm very passionate about helping people improve their podcast because again, it's not hard. It takes just practice and being 
gracious with yourself mm -hmm. throughout this whole podcast interview one big fear that i have that i talk i talk with my podcasters but i should create a content about that is because i'm multilingual i speak my uh, I'm not a native English speaker. I speak Portuguese. That's my native language. I spoke Spanish. I spoke uh, French. And then I've been living abroad. Again, I studied English, but I mean, I've been living abroad for 10 years now. So sometimes I'm literally so afraid of not knowing a, a word that I just, I just, sometimes it keeps me awake at night. I'm like, what if I'm inter being interviewed by, by a really important person and like, yeah. I cannot remember the word. So I just try to incorporate that in our interviews. Sometimes I can't think of words and I'm just like brushing it off. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally getting into the vibe where like, oh, it's not important. While inter internally, I'm like, oh my God, what's the word? Yeah. But again, if you try to brush it off in your brain, it won't, you won't just get stuck in there. Yeah. So I think it's it's sometimes important to remember that your own fears, like for instance, oh, I don't want to sound impolite by just cutting off someone. You're not cutting off. You're just making sure that your listeners have some variety in, yeah. in speech because that's important. So just think about my listeners first and then whatever person <laughs> or whatever I think is, is, is polite and impolite. Got it, got it. You know, I actually have an important thing to ask you, but I will ask it uh, at the end. <laughs> I definitely okay. have to ask you that. Um, okay, before that, uh, is it? Is, it's it's morning there, right? Uh, if I'm being correct. It's uh, yes, it's eleven forty-seven a.m. Okay. where I am, Central Time. Central Time, got it. Uh, okay, so this is actually a question I always ask out of the box uh, for every guest. So, who was actually the last person that you made smile yesterday? <gasps> Oh, oh wow. Oh my gosh. Does it does virtually count? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Virtually counts, but if you if you know talking in person is more, then uh we, you can go with that. But if it's like 50 50, then virtually counts as well. Yeah. Okay, because uh working from home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I would say my husband, because he uh he works from home as well. But yes, I guess he was my husband. I have one of my friends, she it's her anniversary today, so I oh. kind of like wish her like happy anniversary. By the way, that's a thing that you don't really kind of wish anywhere else, <laughs> or at least I've I haven't been aware of that until I moved to the US and I was like, this is an interesting like happy anniversary. I'm kind of like in her first sure. So yes, <laughs> so she was like totally happy to say thank you, I'm so happy. So I guess that's that's what I guess that counts digitally yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does it does it does awesome uh cool so just uh one final thing i just want to catch up before going on is that this is actually uh coming from the video that you got you and travis did uh, i actually yes. had that guy a uh, guy also on my podcast and i didn't see that video then i would have definitely asked him uh that time so i mean you know this, these are the kinds of videos that i really want to do like you also mentioned like it's not too polished it's not like uh two you know things but it's scripted perfectly like how you guys wanted to do so uh do you think that uh, i actually did this mistake once i didn't hit the record i did this mistake once but uh how do you convey so how do you for example i in this episode i have hit the record it's recording for <laughs> thank goodness it's happening so for example if in case uh, it's an interview that you're doing how would you convey like on the interview itself i just want to know what, what would mm -hmm. be your dialogue <laughs> 
Okay, before I answer that, I have to reveal a secret. Okay. So it's funny, and I, I guess just to prove the point that we've been talking about on this episode, which is what you think is imperfect, mm. like you have no idea what actually happens behind the scenes sometimes yeah. as a listener. So you're saying that the video that we recorded, which was about um, Travis pretending that he's interviewing me, and we just finished this interview, and he goes, oh no, and I'm like, Travis, what's oh no? And he goes, oh no, and I'm like, oh my god, I start building up, like, what the hell? And he's like, I forgot to press, you just see that. That he forgot to press yeah. record and um that that video i had to make so many takes because i kept messing up and i i spent probably like an hour because i had to do multiple shots in different yeah. ways and he recorded his own and all of that and then he t he gave me like five or six versions okay mm -hmm. like he that was not a one take wonder it was yeah. it took a while particularly because he was like hey uh i think you mess he didn't say mess it up because he's a wonderful human by the way he's lovely and um he was like hey i think would you mind saying this other thing you said the other thing that wasn't supposed to I was like darn um so just sometimes like what you think is kind of like still imperfect you're like oh my god you have no idea we're just i was like just publish it i don't care um so if you forget to record this happened to me and i will say even more embarrassingly when I was someone's producer in a studio, I forgot to press record. And oh the God. reason why I forgot to press record was, and I noticed halfway through, I forgot to press record, but it wasn't, I had, we have backups. So it was on one of the backups. And um, so my advice to that is follow, have a, a, a process, a framework that you can follow. Um, I actually have a, a cheat sheet that you can download. I, I will give it to you so people yeah. can go onto the show notes and download it. And you can just go through, hey, check this, check that, check that. So that's a great way to avoid that. But if you get there to that point, don't overthink it. Hmm. Just, we've all messed up. So just tell your guest, oh my God, you're not going to believe what I've just done. Um, I forgot to press record and you kind of like don't how can i say this if you forget to press record and you can keep thinking about and you get stuck and you're in your head about the fact that you forgot to press record the interview you're going to record right after if they have the time it's going to suck yeah. so just move on right so just say i'm so sorry hey that was a great trial run that was a great job <laughs> let's go now haha -ha, joke um i've you know, sometimes if you're uh, interviewing a high profile person, mm -hmm. oh my God, that is like 20 times more likely for you to mess up because you're yeah. so nervous. Probably you're not in the right headspace. And so f having a checklist will really help you. At the same time, sometimes happens like, for instance, you had to ru be rushed into the interview and you skipped something. So you can always say that if the person has no time to do a re a, a, an interview, just just say, hey, let's record something now and just maybe have a shorter. Sometimes a shorter interview is going to be better than mm. a longer interview because mm. you already, one, had time to practice and two, you're just going to go straight to the points. No babbling. Um, if the guest doesn't have time to say, I'm so sorry. Hey, just say, hey, I'd like to thank you for your time. Let's just book in the moment. Ask them what's available and availability that worked for them for the actual recording that you can book. Um, because if you go, hop off that interview, people are going to probably forget about it. So just like commit, commit them yeah. right there. And then um, everyone makes mistakes and Hey, you can actually start at the next interview saying, Oh my gosh, we're, this is now happening after we, I messed up 
big time. Yeah. You know, just everyone will enjoy it more and have a better time because they're like, oh my gosh, this guy did that? Oh, wow, that's fun. Yeah. Let's listen to this interview and how actually like it will make it more interesting for the listener because they're like, mm. oh, I wonder what what's going to happen in this episode. Yeah, it's so, going to be like an icebreaker sort of things. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. And sometimes I tell my clients, if you if something happens, if you record an episode in the audio, for whatever reason, it's just terrible. Blame me. Blame <laughs> me as the editor. Oh my gosh, my editor accidentally screwed up the audio, right? Like, just, just say that and just, oh, we have to record again or something like that. Just, hey, blame your invisible editor. Like, they don't even exist. <laughs> If right. if you struggle with with kind of like apologizing, just say, "Oh my God, I'm deeply apologize apologetic because my editor did yeah. that one boo boo." You know what I mean? Like it's just just people are human at the same time, so they'll they'll understand. Got it, got it. I I, I guess I I think oh for that too you have to be a really great human, <laughs> you know, in this in this world right now. But yeah, I I, I really get that point. Awesome. So yeah, that, it's been really great. You know, you gave really, literally a lot of points and I think I really hope I don't screw up the closing right now, even though I mentioned I would be doing the outro later on <laughs> I really don't know, you know, to screw up this stuff right now. But yeah, the, the important thing that I wanted to ask you is, um, okay, I'll ask you after this. Uh, so, you know, I always turn this table around, like, you know, is there anything else that you want to ask me? So tables turned, you're the host right now, let's say, uh, is there anything else that you want to ask me? So. Yes, I would love to ask you, what is the one thing that everyone that talks to you, like when you're related to podcasting or not, what is the one thing that people could, that, that you think, or that you wish people ask you more about? Huh. I guess, um, probably, you know, I'm answering this in a way because I'm a nerd, actually. I kind of like from school to college, I was like so studious. So I think if people could ask like, you know, how to properly gain knowledge in some particular area, if they, what are they interested in or, you know, how to find something that interests them. This is, I think a lot of people, you know, like, really hard to find uh, whatever they're interested in. For me, I started as a video editor, but then later on just came on, came on. Then I discovered podcasting, like in an advertisement where Gary Vaynerchuk will be saying like, you know, you just, you just take out the anchor.fm, just pitch the record and you just publish it. That's all you'd be uh, doing this in an advertisement on Instagram story or somewhere. So that's how I discovered. So it just came on. It's a process. It's not like you would be, you know, jumped on one thing and just it, you will be settled there for 10 years or 20 years. Uh, it will happen for some people, but not a lot of people would be having that. So if people could ask me, you know, either in podcasting or whatever it is, instead of always thinking about what result I could get, if they could ask me, how can I learn this technique to get that result? Uh, it would be really great. Uh, like, you know, there's a saying that uh, if you give a fish to a you know hungry person, he can survive for the day. If you learn him uh, how to fish, he can survive all the time, something like that. So yeah, uh, that's something that I really wish people could, you know, ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now what you can do is take this clip, this right clip, <laughs> and then just post it on social media and go, y'all, ask me more about this. I'm yeah. so passionate. Talk. Let's talk. Yeah. And 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 if the if, if in case you guys contact me and the conversation starts, please forgive me if I talk long. I'm really a guy who really loves long conversations. So yeah, please forgive me at once. <laughs>
No, you're a great guest, a great host. I mean, <laughs> I was just thinking oh about that. I was like, man, like just so effortless. The conversation flows very well. So wow. that really makes at least me as a guest just yeah. so, so easy. Again, I, I am normal, normally a nervous wreck when I have to interview other people. So um, I just just because I'm like, again, I'm not a perfectionist, but I'm like, I must do this thing right. Um, and yeah. you're just like so chill. So that's that's a great thing um, that you already have going for you. It's just you just made me feel kind of easy. No problems. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. And I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's that's really means a lot. So thank you so much. So the one thing that important thing I want to ask you is I am kind of like a big fan of Spanish language. I'm still learning. I'm not like a big guy. learning, But, you know, if you want to say a few words about the podcast, you know, you already said it in the, you know, in English sense, but I want to say your honest, really honest opinion in Spanish. Okay. But you don't need to tell me the translation. Okay. You don't need to tell me the translation uh whatever things that you thought even if it's like four words or five words it's fine okay <laughs> but wait really wait <laughs> the in in spanish from like for i i i think what I, I was like okay my honest opinion on what uh you know how this podcast how this episode went what are your thoughts just oh. like yeah okay just let me start by prefacing by this i grew yeah. up listening to spanish cartoons that's actually how i learned um i do not have formal and formal training on this but okay so i apologize about what i'm gonna do i don't practice enough but here we go pues la conversación fue muy bien y me gustó mucho pues gracias por, por tenerme aquí I, I don't need the translation, okay? But yeah, that sounds really good. I well, I pretty much just said the conversation went very well and I had a great time. So thank you for having me. Awesome. Oh, uh, thank you so much, by the way. And I don't know, I really love uh, Spanish, even though I the one thing that I always ask when people like, you know, say they learn, they know how to speak Spanish is, Habla Español. That's, it, that's the one thing that I can ask. <laughs> Other than that, I just learn from yes. this. Yeah. I just learned from this uh, web series uh, series called Mind Your Language. It was actually in 1980s or something. It, it was happening. So that will be one student uh, who will be learning English, but he's a Spanish guy. So he'll be talking stuff like that. So yeah, that, that's how I kind of learned that's a little cool. bit here and there. I, I will say um, one time I was producing, this is a little bit of an attention, but uh, learning foreign languages is actually a great way for you to become a better host. Mm -hmm. um, not, not You don't need to speak them, but you can learn them. And the reason why I'm saying this is that I uh, used to produce content for uh, Ron White, who mm -hmm. is, he, he held a world record for the most number of cards uh, memorized in such a whatever period of time. And so when I was producing some of his videos, he was, uh, I was obviously listening and what he, what he was saying. And he said that because when you learn a new language, you're learning new words, it yeah. just, it kind of like triggers this part of your brain where um, you're more open and also you're just listening and understanding every word. I mean, mm -hmm. of course, if if you listen to some podcasts, you'll be like, oh my God, what is that word? And because for instance, you know, um, Latin based languages, yeah. like romantic languages and all of that, like Portuguese, if you, if you learn Spanish, you have the basic for Portuguese and you also, uh, Italian, obviously. So, uh, if you learn one of these two, two languages, three languages, you can master a ton of them. For yeah. instance, uh, my husband's French. 
I learned French at school. I didn't speak it for like 10 years. And then when I go home with, for, to our family, like uh, I really struggle. But it's funny that I have to think from English to Portuguese, from Portuguese to French, because there's a lot of words, they are similar. And so I just kind of like Frenchize them, or if that's even a word, it's not a word, but you know what I mean? Like I just yeah, turn yeah. them into a French version of it and normally it works. So if you want to improve your vocabulary and just become a better host, because you're like, oh, what the hell was that word? <laughs> um, you should learn a new language. Um, and, and that will really help you with just being comfortable with anyone really. Um, and also if you're interviewing foreign people sometimes they will say a word that most native english people won't know the meaning of yeah. but when you're I, this happens to me all the time sometimes we'll say someone will say like a word that is kind of like very niche very specific mm -hmm. and i'm like oh yeah i totally know what that word is because i go from the root word i'm like yeah. oh i kind of like identify that so that's another if you if you're a nerd and you love languages just just justify it by like i have a podcast and i want to improve my podcast therefore i'm going to invest in language learning wow <laughs> yeah I, i definitely will do that because uh right now i'm working and i'm actually uh in tamil Nadu. okay so tamil is like our basic language but i'm working mm -hmm. in uh kerala and one of my main people that i kind of uh you know do a lot of interview with is uh, mostly us or you know uk or you know mostly european side but I have a lot of friends in different lang you know, countries, languages and all that stuff. So I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Sometimes a nerd wants to show off. So maybe I just want to learn a lot of languages and Spanish is like, I don't know. The sound is like really uh, something that I really love. So yeah, definitely I'll take that into account. And thank you so much <laughs> for that appreciation, by the way. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Anna, uh, thank you so much for hopping onto the show. It's really great. Uh, we had a lot of awesome, uh, you know, conversations. I know it's taken too long than the, uh, you know, <laughs> pointed time. Uh, so it would be great if people, uh, if you could mention where people could find you, the cheat, uh, the cheat sheet that you mentioned, and you know, other things that you are providing. It would be great. Yes. So thank you for having me. Uh, if anyone is wanting to learn more about podcasting, I have, again, as I said, multiple resources. They are free on our website, thepodcastspace.com. So people can go in and we have a search bar. So just go in and type whatever, whatever you're looking for. Everything is written for a beginner level. And um, also at the same time in February, we're launching a podcast course to help you use your podcast as a pretty much like the pinnacle for your content creation online. And again, it will be something that anyone coming out of any background can really use to grow their community and influence to this one piece of content that you love and you're creating one time without feeling overwhelmed. So that will all of that you can have, uh, you can join the waiting list on the course tab of the podcastbase.com. So that's definitely the place to be. If you're social, definitely join me in on Instagram. That's the place where I live. Most times I love having conversations there and I'm also on TikTok. So the podcast space on anything. So that's the place to go. So that's actually how we met. Yeah. You found me or I found you one, one of those things. So yeah. all the good things come out of Instagram. Yeah. And I kept annoying you a lot. <laughs> you finally had to. <laughs> so yeah, apologies for that. <laughs> no, uh, I had a, I had a blast. I, you see, I was the one holding back because I was like, I have these bio sheet that I need to get done before. So I want to have, I want to send it over to, 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 for you to have all of the yeah. great resources, like all the things that you need to know about me. Yeah. But I really actually got everything and definitely guys, uh, I link everything in the description below and in the show notes and also the resource that she mentions like uh, later.com, uh, you know, a lot of tools. So yeah, we'll definitely mention that. 
and uh, thank you so much anna again for hopping on to the show and guys i'll see you in the next episode awesome so yeah Yay! You, yeah then i'll do separate like, uh, outro stuff later on so no issues <laughs> oh i'm so right. sorry like i normally mm-hmm. i try to stick to the schedule unless I'm sorry. I'm just checking with my neighbor because sometimes she texts me and she's like, "Can I? Can I bring the dogs out?" And I'm like, "And she can look, see me through the window, so she can see the whole paraphernalia of things." Um. So yeah. Yeah. No issues. No issues. Yeah, yeah. I. It was. It was so good. Thank you. Honestly, it was. I had a great time. I was just like, kind of like, "Oh, gonna shut up." Like, <laughs> that's enough. Well, actually, to be honest, I really needed this energy because I have an all-nighter to pull. So I really needed this energy, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, it's really great. Uh, I mean, to be honest, you're like way different than what is how you look on Instagram. I don't even know how people do that. When really, to be honest, I don't know. A lot of people that I've seen, uh, you know, like when they are on Instagram, they are totally different. When here, it's like totally different. So. Uh, I don't know. It's a total compliment. Okay, <laughs> please don't think that. I'm yeah, 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 no, 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 no. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out. Like, okay, so what do you mean? I'm totally different from other people. I'm totally different from who I think. The the looks who, of it mainly. Th- like, for example, you know, on Instagram, if you go and uh, if I see that, it's like, uh, I don't know. Do you have this this hairstyle? If I'm being correct, uh, you had like uh, full pack. Yeah, yeah, this hairstyle it was like that. So and now this is like uh, this one. Uh, short hair and i don't know the name of it so yeah it's like the entire makeover stuff is like this so yeah i, I didn't want to say this at the start it would make weird but yeah it really entirely different oh. i'm just trying but like does the i'm trying to, like is it just physical cuz yeah again i have like if i have my hair like this is different than obviously <laughs> like this so that's that's no, why it's, and it's not it's like see uh, i don't even i don't know no see if i if i'm literally looking at the instagram right now okay It's right. not okay. That's not you. <laughs> It's definitely not you. <laughs> I don't know. It is me. I promise. I, I just release. I. That's why also why I do a lot of uh, reels because it's like that's not yeah. my brand photograph. Like I, I took that two years ago. So um, probably need to uh, get new photos done. But um, yeah, that's one of the things that like I heard another guy say that, and I was like. <laughs> I I literally wear no makeup a lot of times and I don't go heavy on the makeup so I always kind of like wonder like oh yeah I'm being me and you're like that you look like a different person and I'm like okay clearly oh. not um so yeah. I don't know well, I don't know maybe maybe this is my size but yeah I think other, even the other guy is saying means then it's a, it is like it's like a true thing okay <laughs> if someone else also saying it might be a true thing yeah Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I in terms of style I'm as a goof as I try to be on social media as I am um in person cuz I I just I think that there's no time like why should people be pretentious? Why should people look out of reach when you can be super accessible and just help people again, right? Like I can still make money and I can still help people, but I just I always when I even when I was working in studios I always wanted people to feel welcomed the moment yeah. they get get in because if you're a guest and you're nervous you're going to be nervous on the interview mm-hmm. so if I can do something to help people become a better have a better performance I'm all in so wow. <laughs> that's really great wow but still <laughs> you know just my thoughts I really can't get out of my head but anyways <laughs> Well, I think awesome. I think you should consider there's a um, a girl that um 
because again i have like a different either i'm i have two types of people three actually there's people from the uk that follow me people in the us and uh people from um india that follow me and there's this girl i don't remember her name anymore but her uh, handle is sockcast s-o-c-h yes sockcast yeah, Garima. she's yeah. so nice yeah, yeah i know um, that yeah, yeah she's like uh she's like a friend of my friend yeah uh one of my friends no he works at, yeah uh he actually works in sockcast as a manager of south indian uh stuff so i'm actually planning to do like uh or search cash originals with them so yeah garim actually yeah, that's what i think how it, yeah. awesome i was yeah. gonna say i'm i was like oh there's no way you know her but i was gonna say that i was like oh i have to like there will be another interview in your time zone with yeah. her so your time zone i know you know it's <laughs> yeah, yeah different it's big <laughs> but um you know closer than the us like one hour away I, i'm still amazed i'm like sometimes i'm like oh what time zone are you in um so uh so yeah i had so much fun thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it i don't want to take too much of your time because obviously no, no, so, no so definitely <laughs> uh and yeah and by the way once the episode is released i'll let you know i still have like uh two episodes i think so uh in lineup so once okay. that's done it'll next will be released uh then i'll be creating a lot of short videos and everything then i'll be tagging you here and there so please don't yes. mind me uh do you so, want to yeah. do you want to add me as a collaborator on reels yeah sure are you gonna uh, add- i can do that i'm just thinking do you know like- how to do Yeah, yeah yeah i can do that uh, okay. the one thing i just thought is uh my uh, brand colors is a little bit different so in case if you want to share it on your feed i thought it might affect your speed uh feed so uh just let me know if that's okay or i can because mostly i have like small bag top uh you know stuff would be there so i can change it to your background color then i can do that it is not a big i think problem. i can upload a cover hmm. and mm-hmm. if i can upload a cover then on the grid will look fine honestly i don't care if you look at, come on look at my grid like i don't care it's just like i have my branding colors but every now and again yeah. those can be changed i don't mind um i'm not too precious about my grid if you know what i mean yeah but it still look nice <laughs> i don't know yeah yeah i'll yeah, upload it's... i'll upload a cover yeah again i'm kind of like what matters is the message that's yeah. something that i should have said like what matters is the content everything mm-hmm. else nobody will listen to you because you have a good microphone nobody will listen to you because they're like oh man have you listened to that sennheiser la 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 <laughs> or atr like yeah. x <laughs> nobody or like oh yeah like those lights are dope nobody's gonna say that so if the content is interesting i will say though that one question about the <laughs> uh smile kind of threw me a little <laughs> like oh okay um that was the one thing that i was like oh god like what am <laughs> well, i supposed to answer well actually i can't uh, take credit for that uh, this actually um i learned this question someone i interviewed called joe pardo uh, in mm-hmm. facebook if you see independent indie podcasters uh, there's a facebook mm-hmm. group and he's the owner of it so he actually was talking to someone regarding it you know who was the last there was there was three questions and one of this is the question is this uh, who was the last person that you made smile and at that time i was like huh it made me it made me think a lot because i was it's the starting of lockdown and i was at home i didn't even step out of a home it took me three months to step out of my room itself i was fully <laughs> inside wow. only so uh, it is really serious here as well so yeah that question really had an impact like 
you know we should make someone smile at least one person smile every single day uh, it would be really great so yeah that's when i asked like question to others and some people really <laughs> found it hard to answer but you know it uh, I, i think i think it's fine yeah but yeah the credit goes to yeah. that guy definitely <laughs> okay cuz i was literally like I was like in podcasting it kind of like <laughs> threw me off a little and yeah. now I'm always so self-aware of like not creating too much dead air just because I've done so much live stream hmm. that I'm like oh my god um so yeah I was like interesting thank god I remember my friend cuz I was like <laughs> um but uh yeah that was so that I mean, was so on. like uh, you were like you're like a really jovial person so you definitely would have made someone laugh at that time anytime as well so the one thing you might have had time, hard time recollecting maybe but it, it definitely would have happened so yeah yeah that that was the one thing that i was like oh man like i have no idea <laughs> brain yeah um so yeah i would love like honestly uh, my 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 challenge to you would really be mm-hmm. just don't don't do dancing don't do like whatever yeah. just do more off the cuff stuff they yeah. don't perform as well as the dancing and the whatevers but they're still reaching your ideal uh, audience um and then whenever you want to because again you don't ever need to dance uh you can just literally like and again like pointing at something that people apparently are going to like move out of so you kind of be just kind of like you know doing one thing like just having your microphone here and then like the things pop, yeah, pop yeah. in and then kind of like look at them yeah you can do more of that because again like i I saw I I watched some of the interviews by the way I saw they also had um Jack as uh, Zach the podcast man Yeah 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 I've been doing cool well, dude yeah. <laughs> Oh my god um and and I was like you should show more personality like mm-hmm. whatever you're comfortable with but just like little things like for instance mm-hmm. my alarm was beeping man like I can talk about content creation all day uh, my yeah. alarm was beeping the the like um smoke alarm because it was like battery low and I was like oh I need to create something about this so I just created a reel right before coming on the on the interview here because I was like oh like that's that's something that does happen and that's a relatable thing it's not necessarily like high value but it's yeah, something yeah. that like I got a ton of comments like oh my god I pl- unplugged my phone on the wall you yeah. know what I mean like it's just how can you connect to your audience in in a way that doesn't make you uncomfortable mm. So, so yeah i think more relatable stuff yeah, yeah i get that i i mean uh you know this is one thing that i want to say is that uh i actually we're going to company so you know they have this page called troll uh the company name will be there so i i been sitting and thinking a lot like i i was actually meme creator you know like in my college i troll a lot of people you know got in a lot of troubles but you know i really wanted to do something here uh in this so i you know for me that thinking like you know this real stuff got off like you know came uh, came on to me like you know would you be creating something like this would people like it or you know would it be you know this sort of things how how i thought of in reels as well so i guess yeah i guess what's your point uh, you know when you mention uh, something relatable so i think i have to think in that basis it will be helpful i think so i'll see if i if yeah. i create a real really relatable then i'll definitely tag you <laughs> then yeah you, you can definitely me, yes. see that yeah and and sometimes some things flop and it's mm-hmm. fine it's just like sometimes it's the algorithm because it yeah. goes in flow so it's high converting real not converting real yeah. high or high views and comments it's like also a combination of the algorithm making it it's like it's a game like 
Mm. Oh my God, the real got a lot of reach. Yay. And a lot yeah. of comments. Let's continue. And then the one flops and you're like, Shit. and then it was like, oh, let me get it up. And so it's just like that, that, um, yeah, yeah brain game kind of thing at the same time it's like sometimes i post something and then a few days later i'm like yeah that wasn't a good one because i forgot the call to action or there was like mm -hmm. a, a step that i missed that is not very obvious to the listener or to the viewer so just don't don't get discouraged if they don't perform great or if you don't get a lot of I, only now i'm getting a lot of traction on comments like on on and videos and stuff so mm. it takes time for people yeah. to just like a lot of people and travis made this video the other day where you have no idea the outreach of your content mm -hmm. because there's a lot of like the the sh window shoppers they see yeah. your content they feel inspired but they don't engage with it i'm one of them so, <laughs> i do a lot, a lot right. of times actually but you, yeah but you know the algorithm uh, if you start engaging with content that I post, yeah. we'll also start showing it to people that mm, similar to it me, will yeah. start showing you my, more of my content. So um, also think about like how you use Instagram, make it intentional. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great way to con to connect with people. Like I met Travis on Instagram and mm. I'm like, we talk every day pretty much like kind of like, you know, just like, hey, you know, engage with stuff. And then we met a podcast movement and I was mm. like, he's such a nice guy. So and again, yeah. I I'm I'm overly social, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you can still yeah. make it happen. So just yes. a way to connect with people. No, I'm really, right, I'm I'm really, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm really jealous that all of this stuff is happening in some somewhere outside India. I mean, in India, this podcast is not like, you know, entirely, uh, you know, well, like how to say ever evolved it, but yeah, it's still in progress. So the only thing I I always like talk with US people and everyone like you know I met him, you know I met her at this moment. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> it will be like that. You you but just yeah. well, if no one else is doing it, you need to start doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't happen overnight, yeah. but for instance, yeah. you know what I mean? Like like if no one else is doing it, it's because you probably ought to do it. Hmm. Um, that's how I see it. Because yeah. again, the, uh, India is the second biggest traffic source that we get on the website. Mm -hmm. of, about like last year was like ten thousand uh, people wow. visits from from the US, and then it was like eight thousand from India, and then mm. the rest was like different countries. So I mean, there is people are looking. So it's just like take it as an opportunity. If you like talking to people, like do meetups and stuff with COVID, but <laughs> yeah, I think, still, I think it's still it's hard, right. but yeah, you should, you should. I'm, I'm like, see the silver lining <laughs> instead of like, yeah. just thinking it's not being done. Just think, well, maybe that's hasn't been done because it was, they were waiting for me, the savior, <laughs> Jeff, the savior. Well, I always wanted to be the hero, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Awesome. So yeah, I'll challenge you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take that challenge accepted. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, um, is there something I'll send you the, I'll, I'll try to do that as soon as we got off the, get off this call, but, yeah. um, I'll send you the resources, the links. I have all of that. Um, mm -hmm. and then, yeah, uh, the course, uh, that mm -hmm. I still, I still don't have like the official title. So that's why I was like, no, I don't know. yeah, I think, um, I think mostly so. I got, uh, uh, your headshot i got your social links i got maybe some things that you uh really think that high of high importance like cheat 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 sheet cheat and stuff <laughs> yeah you can send <laughs> that so yeah that'd be great and by the way i just 
tell your neighbor that I said hi and thanks for not uh, you know letting the dogs out. Just mention that as well, your neighbor. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I'll say, I'll say, uh, hey, it's much appreciated. Um, <laughs> no, it's great because they, yeah, they bark very loud. There's two oh. Chihuahuas and um, pit bull mix. So. Oh my god. All right, awesome. I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had a wonderful time. I hope it was everything that you were hoping it was, uh, for it was. to get. Okay, great. That's, that's no, good thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'll awesome. see you soon. Have a good evening. Bye. Yeah. Bye.